Have you considered what separates Ohio State from Georgia and even Michigan? We have. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, I know some of y'all heard that first question was like, oh, what does Jay have in store and whipped up today? Trust me, when we get into it, you'll love every second of it. Welcome in to a humble edition of Locked on Buckeyes here on Wednesday, January 17th in the year 2024. I am your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens podcast and joining us once again. He was here last week on a hump day. He's here this week on a hump day. Helping us fill the space while my wife and I are on our honeymoon. It's my guy, our guy, Jeff Hunt of the Off the Ball Network of the Jeff Need Sports Podcast. And Jeff, when it comes to Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, the top, top, top of the sport, I think Michigan and Ohio State are closer than you think. There's still that gap between Ohio State and Georgia, talent-wise. It's not just culture. There's a difference between what Kirby Smart has built in Athens and what Ryan Day has built in Columbus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thanks for having me on again. Uh, great to be back on another awesome Wednesday. Uh, yeah, and I think, you know, you said a key word there is built. Um, Ryan Day has more constructed a team, uh, you know, coming up in the next year. Like, we think next year's team is going to be really good. We talked about it last week. But that team's constructed, not really built. Georgia's built. A program um do they have you know they have they have their starting you know their starting guys and then they have the next row which are also starting guys at every other school in the country <laughs> yes, but they're sir. ready to take over and it was really exposed in that uh peach bowl versus florida state once they let the uh, freshmen and the kids in there to have fun you know on a depleted florida state team they didn't miss a beat as far no. as physicality as far as speed on the field as far as like what they look like as to where you know We've talked about it a million times. The difference is like high state just doesn't have the depth at every position like a Georgia does. And again, you said it, these are high standards. We're not comparing, we're not comparing you to every other team in the country. We're comparing you to the best programs in the country. Uh, the depth's not there. Uh, what Georgia's been able to do is it, it's kind of a unique thing that they've been able to, it's it's a really kind of old school as far as like. They tell the guys, hey, you're going to come here. You're going to be a starter. You're going to have a chance to go to the NFL. You're probably going to have one season as a starter, and then mm -hmm. you're going to leave. And then there's going to be a guy behind you that's just as good. He's going to have one season, but you're going to have a chance to go to the NFL. So you got to be that. Like, they don't bring guys in to be three-year starters. They bring guys in to be one, two-year starters maybe, but but great ones and good. And then the guy behind you, if you mess up, is ready to take your job. That's what Ohio State's missed for a few years now, several years. And again, a lot of teams don't have that. We're not talking about a lot of teams. We're talking about championship contenders. You should have a guy nipping at your heels to take your job and pushing you every day in practice, pushing you every day, you know, in scrimmages to 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 be the next guy and to take your job. Kind of what we saw some of that. You go back to the 2014 national championship run with the Buckeyes. Urban wasn't scared to let a guy take somebody's job. He wasn't nope. scared to let a guy step up. You know, he he let the best players play, but you know, that's something that we've kind of lost, but a lot of teams don't have NFL depth like Georgia does. High State should. Like, that's the bottom line. They should. They should have it. You're exactly right. And I think it's one of the frustrations a lot of players, excuse me, fans have had recently is why is there something that's not here that we see somewhere else? That's a big frustration to any fan, any analyst out there. It's 
what is going on in Columbus? I mean, it's not so much 11 and 1, oh, 11 and 2, 11 and 1, oh, 11 and 2. It's not just two losses. It's this season and even last year where you're like, something's missing. What's not here? What is it? I talk about the physicality that needs to be brought to. We saw a lot more physical play on defense. Still need to see a little bit more, especially in the trenches. Jeff, talk about it. We're going to talk about a team in Ann Arbor later in the show. They won the Natty based on the trenches. Yes, we, you hit on it. We talked about it. Secondary play was good for the Wolverines. But, man, they won that game up front. Offensive line, defensive line, that's how they, that's how they won the game. I, I want – uh, I'm not going to say a need, but it needs to happen. It need to be more physical on the defensive and offensive lines. But, man, the physicality that you see down in Georgia, the players – like, we, you we, you and I watch football. We've watched football for years. <laughs> There's a type of player, when you look at a guy down in Alabama, you're like, oh, he looks like an Alabama linebacker. He looks like an Alabama defensive lineman. There's just a look to them. He looks like he is a Georgia – X, a Georgia, he looks like he belongs there. There used to be, Jeff. That guy looks like an Ohio State linebacker. Yeah. There used to be a look and a mindset and a feel. When you look at somebody play and say, oh, he looks like an Ohio State linebacker. And I'm only bringing that position up because Ohio State in the upcoming year, they're going to have two new starting. Cody Simon started a little bit, so I can't say two new starters, two full-time starters. Let's say that. Two new full-time starters because Eichenberg's going to the Senior Bowl and still Chambers already declared for the NFL draft. <laughs> I hope – I know, I know, it's funny. I, I hope, for different reasons, guys, I hope in the fall we see guys that look and play and feel like Ohio State linebackers. We got, got, we got spoiled, Jeff, under Urban Meyer. Yeah. From Ryan Shazier and was it Raekwon McMillan and all these guys that yeah. Joshua Perry – looked and urban even said to joshua perry i wouldn't have recruited you now i don't know if that was like urban's like kind of like mind game i don't know if that's true i don't know if that was what urban wanted but there was a look and a feel from Ohio. and even go back to trestle and even before that there's a look and a feel we got to get back to that in the fall yeah, it's 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 crazy, and there's and there's a few positions like that. Uh, you know, the offensive line needs needs to get some more ath- more athleticism out there. I mean, it, they're still they're still good, but I mean, they need to get some guys that like some freak athletes out there. Uh, linebacker's been a, a terrible position, but even at running back, like it, you know, we're at a point this year to where like we got a linebacker playing running back and a running back playing linebacker. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being, I'm like, only compl- laughing because that's so comical, man. When you think about that, it, that's a real thing. I like, I just said that about a team that again competes for a national championship. It's kind of embarrassing. Like, why, why, where is the depth? Where are the like? The the bad the bad guys you know at linebacker and running back should be really good, um, like they are with all these other teams. It's uh, I don't I don't I don't know what the, I don't know how the ball got dropped. I don't know what they're missing. I don't know what's going on in recruiting or transfer portal, or whatever. They just can't get it. Uh, you know, every time you know we put a decent secondary together last year and they played really well. As soon as a guy would go down, I was like, you had to start thinking. We never watch a Georgia Alabama game, and if a, a you know safety or a cornerback limps off the field, we never like. Well, that's like they're in trouble now. Like we know that they've got a, a young guy that's going to be ready to step up and 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 go in there. And 
it's just crazy how Ohio State's all it's like it's just like a cycle of like, okay, we're gonna have these guys for this long and hopefully we get somebody to replace them as to where it should be like it's their their second unit ought to be look like the first unit of almost every other school. It kind of blows my mind. The linebacker position is just like we could do like show after show after show and like what's going wrong with the linebacker position. Because why wouldn't you want to play linebacker at Ohio State right now? And you're gonna have a blast. Um, you know what I mean? You're not you're not you're not sticking your head into the line of scrimmage. Like you get a run around, you get a tackle, you get a blitz, uh, you know, you know, you get to defend the pass. Like it's a great position in Ohio State right now. You know, that's a big – and we've said it. How many times have we said it? Like, last year was even worse. We're, when I, and when I say last year, I mean 2022. I don't think we had a defender that could have played for Georgia. That's insane to think that you went, you were in a game, could have beat the defending national champ, and also they probably wouldn't want any of your defensive players to start for them. Maybe Hall, maybe Williams, you know, when Williams is at his best – like that's crazy. There ought to be interchangeable pieces, you know, to these other schools. Like, I think back. You talk about Urban Meyer. I think back like a Takeo Spikes. Oh my uh, gosh! W- w- <laughs> when he played, when he played linebacker, like when was a, like we haven't seen a dude like that in a minute. Like that. That's the guys that you ought to have. You ought to have like it shouldn't just be a dude. It should be a guaranteed NFL. There ought to be at every level of high state defense. There ought to be a guaranteed NFL first or second round pick, like it like it was for two decades. You know, Jeff, you know, Jeff made a comment, Urban. I was thinking back to Miami. I'm going to dive into a topic about Urban Meyer and those Gator teams and even the old Miami teams next year on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You talk about expectations, Jeff. There was an expectation by the, from the Miami Hurricanes, not just early 2000s, but in the 80s when Howard Sellerberger got there and got things rolling into the 90s. There was an expectation, and the older players, once they left, they came back down there to Coral Gables to get those guys right. There was an expectation that the players on the field, on the team, would live up to the expectation that had already been set and the standard down there in Coral Gables, down there at where they used to play at the old Orange Bowl. You think about this. You talk about linebackers, Tequila Spikes. One (laughs) of the guys at Miami that doesn't get talked about enough, DJ Williams. For some odd reason, his name is is just, oh, he's good. No, he was elite. (laughs) He was an elite college linebacker. And the expectation, I do believe, has just dropped. Or I don't know if the standards dropped. Excuse me. We expect something. I don't know if that's what's expected 
of the players by their peers. And so I truly don't know if what's expected from us is the same by the peers. Yes, you want guys to be elite, be good. It's not just good, not just elite. You got James Laurinaitis. You got Bobby Carpenter. You got A.J. Hawk. You got Constant. I can't ever, I can't, Katzenmeyer, I can never say his name properly. <laughs> uh, I can't, guys, forgive me. Um, I mentioned Ryan Shazier. I mentioned Joshua Perry. I mentioned Raquan McMillan. You have all of these guys that kept the standard high at this position of linebacker. It's kind of dropped a little bit. And I do think Ohio State has to go back and take ownership of the program. And I think the older players do take ownership. But we heard, I, when I was a kid, Jeff, I heard Michael Irvin. I heard Ray Lewis. I heard Ed Reed. We go to Edron James. We go down there and work out with them. We go down there and try to help them realize what we did, what we built, and how to keep it where it is. I know former players go to the Woody, so I'm not going to say, like, oh, like, they don't go. Trust me. I I hear them talk about going to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. I know they go. But maybe that's what needs to happen. Hey, this is what the standard is at this position. Live up to it. Find a way to get there. I wonder how much of it, too, is like, you know, we put a lot of this blame on Ryan Day and on Ohio State. How much of it is just like, you know, the state of football in the Great Lakes area to where maybe the Ooh, talent pool, the talent pools just change. You've had a lot of people move, um, you know, most of the talents down south now. Uh, it's just it's just, you know, that's just the way things have went over the last few decades. I bet it is tough to go like. I'm always like, I want to say on the other side of this, this isn't just a defensive show to be able to go down to Georgia and, and grab these quarterbacks and go to Texas and grab quarterbacks and wide receivers and all that. I want to say that's an awesome thing that Ohio state does. And that's mm -hmm. what's kept them at the championship level. Honestly, like the Texas players, like, you know, and the Georgia players and the Florida players have kept them at that championship level. Um, you know, so why, like, I don't think it's going to take a lot, but I, Maybe it is tough to go go into there and get a guy to come up here and play. It, it, honestly, the brand of football isn't as big right now. I know like Big Ten fans love Big Ten football and all the money, but like just casual football fans would rather watch the SEC, and I don't yes, blame sir. them. I don't like I, I don't blame them. So it's like I think it's hard to get them. And, I, and Notre Dame has the same struggles. Like we talk about, there's a lot of similarities with Notre Dame having the same struggles, like trying to drag drag the superstar athletes, you know, out of Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Texas. Uh, a lot of players stay out in California now. I uh, used to, a lot of, you know, West Coast, you know, they wanted to come East. Like now they stay out there. Like I'd just rather go to Georgia. Like honestly, the, the um, upcoming of Oregon over the last couple decades uh, has really taken a lot of talent out of the East that they used to be able to go out there and steal. And it's taken a lot of it out of USC. The downfall of USC correlates to the downfall, you know, the uprising of Oregon. Like that's a real thing. Or Washington, these, you know, taking, taking the LA guys out of there and stuff. So I don't think, so like just someone that lives here in central Ohio, the talent pool's not as deep for whatever reason, demographics, um, jobs, people moving, uh, you know, all those economical things. I, I don't know what it is, but the, just the the freak athletes just aren't there. So like now not only do you got to like spend all season begging a quarterback to come play for you. Now you got to go to Georgia's backyard and ask and ask a guy that and we just talked about if you go to Georgia, you're like, hey, I'm gonna I know I'm gonna get one season and a shot at the national title. Like I'm guaranteed that if I go to Georgia. If I go to High State, I'm gonna play I might play for three years and have 300 tackles and get a shot at the NFL. 
maybe, maybe not have a shot at the national title. I go to Georgia. I know I'm going to shot the national title yeah. and a shot at the NFL. And so now you got to talk that kid into coming up here and playing in 30 degree weather in December and January. So uh, maybe it's as much as like uh, area and stuff like that, but um, it's they got to start building some depth. Like our defensive line didn't have the depth this year. Like injuries shouldn't decimate the top tier blue blood teams. Uh, you know, like they do, whether it's again, Notre Dame's got the same problem right now. Penn state's got some of the problem we saw, like when chop goes out, yeah. you know, even against Ohio state, what an effect that is, as opposed to, it seems like Georgia, Alabama still just, just keep, just keep rolling these five stars in. Um, I don't know what I'm not smart enough to know what the answer is, but I know that Ohio state's got to fix it because the, the attrition. And by the time they get to the Michigan game, when you're down athletes, it, it just kills you as to where like Georgia, it seems like if you give them a week off or, uh, or they play one of those uh, FCS opponents or something, like it feels like they're re reinvigorated. Like it's a video <laughs> game. It's, it's, it's really something to see. That orange bowl, man. Now it's, it's a bad example. Don't get me wrong because Florida state was not at full strength by right. any stretch of the imagination, but man, it, it just seemed like they were hungry. There's a, hunger. I'll just ask you, I hate to interrupt you, Jay. I just want to ask you a quick question because I think it's going to help. Like, do you think Ohio State would have beat Florida State like that? No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. That's your point. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Jeff, they beat Indiana 23 to 3, and they had a whole offseason. A whole (laughs) offseason. Why am I getting frustrated? Because that is where we are right now with Ohio State. In that game, I don't believe Ohio State would have beat. Florida State, 63-3. to I don't think they would have scored 50 points. I don't know if they would have scored 40 points. That's how off things are right now. Yeah, exactly. I, I knew that's what you're touching on. I hated to bring that up, but I but I knew that, like, that's – like, I, I keep saying this. I just ask questions in reverse. It's that simple. All the excuses that people make that Georgia did that get, you know, blew, blew the Florida State team out that didn't want to play and all that. I'm like, that's fine. High State wouldn't have. That's what that's what this literally what this show is about is saying like high state not only wouldn't have couldn't have like didn't have the ability this year to take advantage of a weak you know a weakened team like that that's exactly what me and Jay are sitting here trying to tell you is that Georgia just rolls some dudes out there and goes sixty three to three in a game that they didn't care about either by the no, way that they, they were not. disappointed and they here's the thing Kirby Smart's won two national championships in a row he barely loses they weren't out there to prove a point. This wasn't like we're going to show you game. No, they were just going through the motions, sixty-three to three. You know, against against a depleted Florida State team. When High State goes through the motions, it don't look like that. <laughs> High State goes through the motions, it looks like the Cotton Bowl. That's what we saw when High State goes through the motions right now. Don't they got a you know? Look at look at the difference. Look at the difference. Georgia. Roll, rolls through sixty-three to three, laughing, having a good time. Freshmen are getting in, scoring touchdowns. Ohio State like plays, you know, Missouri in a game that they ought to be, you know, giving it a pretty good effort, wind up with a with a true freshman quarter or quarterback, uh, you know, can't get a yard, you know, running back looks we got we got guards playing center. Like they look like the depleted team. No, it wasn't because dudes were sitting out, just because they weren't that good. Like that's the like we're talking there there are miles difference between those two teams. Jeff, there's a mindset that is different between the two teams. And I think that's something that can be fixed. Maybe not at Ohio State the upcoming season, but over the next two to three years, there's a mindset shift that needs to be 
infiltrated into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center and the football players there. We'll dive into that next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The NFL playoffs are here. And an easy way to have fun and to get in on the action is to do it with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Guys, that's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Once again, make sure you visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Dace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life. But can we talk for just a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics, like amoxicillin, right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if someone I love got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Make sure you go to jacemedical.com and use offer code locked on. Once again, go to jacemedical.com and use offer code L O C K E D O N to get $20 off your order. Now, what I'm going to say next is not me saying there are not players at Ohio State that, not, that don't have that lay it all on the line mentality. I am not saying that at all. So don't come out here and say, Jay is saying these players that I'm not <laughs> saying that. But, Jeff, I don't think in totality the lay it on the line, lay it all on the line mentality is a part of the majority of the players at Ohio State. I've heard people that were actually at the game against Michigan, that were at the Cotton Bowl, that looked at the body language, looked and saw how the players were acting and talking. We saw on TV Cade Stover uh, yelling and getting mad and pissed off at what was happening in the Cotton Bowl. We know how uh, Jack Sawyer got more vocal at the end of the season, and his play showed that it wasn't just talk. He was backing it up. There is a mindset. We saw it under Urban Meyer's players so much. <laughs> Lay it all on the line. I even saw a player recently from Major Wright in that game against Oklahoma. Early in the game, I don't know if it was Mark Clayton. I forget if Mark Clayton was in that game, a receiver for Oklahoma. But he said early in the game, Sam Bradford looked left. He pumped. The receiver, whoever it was, was in one-on-one coverage up the sidelines. Major Wright said, I could have gotten the ball and gone for that and got an interception, but I wanted him. He had that mindset saying, hey, I'm going to send a message right now early in the game that y'all aren't going to just be out here throwing this ball all around the yard. You got to look for that ball, but also look for me coming to take your head off. Literally laying it all on the line at the beginning of the game with his play. That is one thing, Jeff, that Ohio State's players need to have every game 
going forward, not just in 2024, but in seasons beyond, especially because that's how you play a better against Michigan and get back on top of this rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, me and my buddy that I always watch the national championship game with had a discussion. He's my, he's my first podcast partner, uh, great football mind. We had this exact same discussion. And what we said is, and this is how the loophole, we're not call, I'm not calling players out. I believe that the players think that they're laying it all on the line. So in their mind, they're like, I'm laying it all on the line. But they don't know what that really means. They don't know what it really takes. They haven't been – that's what – Urban Meyer was great at pushing oh guys gosh. to the limit, yes. making them understand what the fight was. And if you don't – you know, if you're lucky to to grow up without that – with with without the, uh, you know, whatever in your life that causes you to have the chip on your shoulder and all that, that's great. I, I don't want, you know, I don't, I don't want guys, you know, to be damaged, you know, goods when they get there and then they take it out on the field. But it is tough to teach people like you think it's one way, but this is, you, we've all, we've all done it, Jay. Like you've, you've thought like, man, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And you've went into a sporting event and got your butt kicked and was yeah. like, Oh, I thought I was trying really hard. Like I did a, you know, I did, I did a lot of awesome stuff and been yelling at people. And then this dude just kicked my butt. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially like if it's a one-on-one -on -one sport, like if you ever, you ever, anybody's ever wrestled, you ever wrestle a dude that you think you're ready, but he's like actually ready. You learn real quick. Like, Oh, and this is what this high state needs team needs to learn. Well, I'm not saying the players don't think that they're landing on the line or don't think that they're giving it their all or don't think that they care. They, they, they just don't know. Um, and a lot of that, we talked about it in your last, with our last show that we did last week about Will Howard. This might be a guy that understands like, no, no, you think you know what a fight is when, when it's close at halftime to Rutgers or something but like, you don't know what a real fight is. You know what I mean? Like when, when things are equal and you gotta, you gotta dig your way out of a hole and all that. So like, that's when Dan and the coaching staff to instill this over the summer and instill it in the spring, get them fighting each other, get them mad. And again, I said it, I said every show I've done for a month, anybody on the high state team right now that don't have motivation and isn't ready from, from the start of the season. And I said it like to act like he's trying to free like his family from being taken hostage, like and taken you, you shouldn't be, this is not the team for you. Like you ought to, like you ought to come out the gates. Want, not only wanting to prove something, but like wanting to humiliate everything in front of you. Um, that's on the coaching staff to instill. Not not just like, I'm tired of hearing like, yeah, awesome, cool videos. Cool videos that you make, hype videos and all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about real stuff. I'm talking about guys like being unhinged at practice, like guys having to calm down, like guys having to take a step off the field because they got too intense, like stuff like that, like real stuff. Um, you know, if, and, and once, but if, but here's the thing. You can stay at that level once you get to that level. Like you can realize, like, oh, I can play at another level. And if they can, and once an athlete reaches another level, he can stay there. He just has to break through barriers. And this team just has to. I think they did it this year on defense. I think they broke they a couple did. barriers. And I think guys did level up. And I really do. I'm, I'm I, like I say, I'm as optimistic as ever. But um, it's time. Like this is this is it. Like when you go into you know when it when it's a you know you're playing that team up north again next year. Like it's from the second that whistle blows, like you have to be fighting for your life. That's it, man. You got to fight for your life. Ryan Day is out here coaching for his life, preparing a team sure to go is. to battle in the fall. And look, these players this year, you have to. Jeff, there's a thing. We're talking about your mind. Yeah. You got to get your mind right. 
but you got to get your body right. Ooh. And this is not something on the players. And I'm going to, I'm not t- touching on like strength and conditioning right now. Somebody in the strength and conditioning program or the medical staff, nutrition staff, you got to figure out why so many guys are getting hurt every year. Yeah. I'm not saying Lathan Ransom's fragile. He's not the only guy that's had multiple injuries in his Buckeye career. So, broken leg in the Rose Bowl a couple years ago. That's unfortunate. Got hurt against Wisconsin. Like, injuries happen. Don't get me wrong. My hesitation, reason why I'm saying that, we can expect a mindset from the players that they can tap into and get better. We also need to see some stuff from inside and saying, why are these guys getting hurt so is it is it the body? Like some people's bodies just get hurt more than others. Okay, cool. It's the their physical body is a reason why. Okay, cool. Maybe they want to keep playing football and keep getting hurt, but make millions. I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. But we gotta figure this out. Like you and I have talked, I think ever since we've done this show together. <laughs> I, I've been yeah. doing this show since 2020. Strength and conditioning, physical look of players, the mindset of players. That's been something that's been a staple of these conversations we have had. I think the mindset shift can change. You talk about it on defense. We saw it on offense, man. I was not very high on Simmons at left tackle early in the year. At the end of the year, he's one of the better offensive linemen Ohio State had. You didn't really hear many penalties being called or you didn't really see him missing many blocks or just simply whiffing. Yeah, there was some communication issues. But I think that was because collectively the unit was still trying to figure things out as a unit in games 10, 11, 12, and 13. Definitely 13 because there was a shifting there that is still very baffling to me. There's a mindset of the players, but also a mindset of the coaches. Yeah, You are expected to beat Michigan when you play. You're not going to win all the games. Don't get me wrong, Jeff. I'm not stupid. I think you're going to win all of them. But you're expected to win but if you lose, lay it all out there. Yeah. We expect a lot of these players. Some of that has to go on the coaches, too. These coaches got to figure out physically, are the players up and physically able to play? But two, are we doing everything we can to have the players prepared to play football and go to battle every Saturday? It's not just a game. It's a battle. It's, it's a war on a football field. The coaches got to be ready for this, too. Oh, yeah, a ton of it's on them. Uh, you know, the physical part of it is you just need more competition. Like the guys just got to compete more, um, you know, at, at every at every angle. And this is another thing we talked about. This is what started the show. If you have more depth, too, you also, with the rotations and stuff, can, you know, like if you watch what Michigan did, you know, on the defensive line, lot, throw a lot of guys at you. Guys can come in and out, more like an NFL type thing. That that few seconds might, maybe that saves an injury or whatever. Like, yeah. Like again, when you're when your roster's deeper, you can get some. Maybe we don't because here's what I'll give the I'll give another benefit of the doubt. I don't know how often these guys go into the game and they're like, man, whew, was, I'm rough. Like my my you know my my hip ain't right or my knee ain't right or my yeah. way. But guess what? They got to play because the guy behind them can't. There isn't nobody behind them. So we don't know how often they play dinged up, so to speak, because it's not the NFL. They don't have to tell you. Uh, so I think you know some of that's part of it, but obviously like. You know the, the the strength and conditioning part of it, I think it's kind of obvious. I hate to say that. Um, you know, nothing against these guys; they're a better athlete than I'll ever could ever dream of being. But there's a there's a physicality, there's an aggressiveness that's just, and it's gotten better since Knowles has got there. Like the yes. defensive side's gotten better, the offense, you know, super talented. Uh, again, 
we're nitpicking here. We're trying, we're not, we're not trying to say Ohio State needs to be better than Boise State. <laughs> we're not trying to say Ohio State needs to get to Notre Dame's level. We're trying to get to Georgia level to where, where we thought we were 10 years ago and to where like it's sustainable now. Like, you know, like Alabama's disappointed because they've just went three years without a national title and they're just they're just struck by it. You know what I mean? We need to get to the level to where your acts like a failure is not winning the national title, not just not beating Michigan. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot to work on, but also I think there's a lot there to build with. It's a quick fix. That's the thing about college football. It's quick fix. Like there's, there's nothing to panic about. Like guys can get better quickly. One coach can come in, things get better quickly. Um, transfer portal, things get better quickly. So it's, uh, you know, it's not doom and gloom at all no, for Ohio no. state right now. Like they're, they're, if they're anything, you know, they're, they're a playoff team. They're going to be a playoff team next year. If not, then that we'll, we'll be having a whole different show, but, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, but yes, there's, but we want to get to the upper echelon. We want to get to the, like, we want to get to the walk through 63 to three victories. Like we had, you know, uh, you know, several years ago. I don't want to think about not making the playoff at a 12 team playoff, Jeff. I don't want to think can't about even, it. I can't even, I don't, I don't, even, it's not a world I want to live in, Jay. It's not a world hey guys, I want to live in. We're not going to discuss that topic. One reason we don't want to, and two, we're up out of time. You can follow Jeff on X at jhunt006. You can follow me on the same platform at jstevens07. Got a lot more good stuff coming your way the rest of the week. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Locked on Buckeyes on the YouTube and wherever you listen to your fine podcast. We are out of here on a Wednesday, Buckeye fans. We will see you next time.